0: Non-rockabotus must stop. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to sink it.
1: Are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or are you going to bite? delusional. Yeah, I Delusional? Yeah. Delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt.
0: <laughs> she hung up on me. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Oh!
1: That's a joke, pastor When we
3: have the real message of truth We cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth when they're not Take an amazing journey To a place
0: that will blow your mind And move your heart So you will never be the same
2: again Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. That is Matthew 22, 36 through 40. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Apology Radio. And we actually have a very special show today for you guys. We're doing a... Apologia uh, Sheologians mashup thought it'd be fun to do we're going to talk about all manner of things but mainly one thing but before we get into that man, I nailed the timing on that today didn't I yeah that was good really it's good it's hard yeah. to do some, it's hard to do sometimes i don't know what you're talking about we're listening to stranger <laughs> think
3: he's talking about the music versus like versus the verse <laughs> Yeah, oh. like it's hard to get all that kinda timing down. Sometimes. So sometimes yeah. you have this like very powerful verse that's kind of bolstered by the music, and then the music just like stops, and you're like finishing the last few yeah. <laughs> words of the verse. Just kind of awkward. I mean, it doesn't. You yeah. nailed it. Good yeah. job. Thank you. Good job. Oh,
2: so um, <laughs> I, I think I just got there. a beard hair. Sorry, that's probably mine. <laughs> Summer's in my chair. I am in the captain's chair today because Pastor Jeff is at the SBC conference in Anaheim, which probably is the last day of SBC as we know it. So <laughs> Officially, at least. Right. They may continue SBC.
3: to go by the SBC yeah. name, yeah. but
2: yeah. we know. They're, yeah. Yeah. We won't get into that today. Anyways. Thank you. So... <laughs> I want it to be a fun show. Okay, great.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no one came here for that yeah. today.
2: I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So, all that to say, welcome, Summer, to my seat in the Beard Hairs.
4: Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm normally in that seat when we do Sheologians, so this is like a real swap. Oh,
2: real swap of Yeah.
4: And this is where I sit, no and matter joy what. Joy it's yeah.
2: just, she's comfy. Why yeah. mess with her
4: headphones, <laughs> her mic levels? Just it's leave it there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Summer was wise. She said, I'm not even putting these headphones on until you cut the volume in half.
4: Yeah. because it still was too much. I think your hearing is not good. It's not. Okay. So, like, Luke's headphones will be hanging on the microphone, and you can hear it
3: without putting yeah, them on. Yeah. Like, from over there. From Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: from a lot of metal shows. Yeah. Uh, working in construction. And, Yeah. That's why. I mean, that pretty not, much covers it. That any. makes Even a lot if of sense. there's a third yeah. reason. Yeah. Okay. It's not wearing earplugs, <laughs> I guess is what I was going to say. So. <laughs> you know, at my older age, I've learned, like, when I go to shows still, which is not very often, but I bring earplugs. And yeah. I'm like, I can actually hear the music better with earplugs in. Why yeah. Why didn't someone cause, like, tell less me like static. Yeah. When I was 19 years old. Because you still wouldn't have used them Probably when not. you were 19. Probably not.
3: Because they're not, they weren't cool. They weren't cool. Mm-mm.
2: Someone needs to invent cool earplugs.
3: You would have worn some if there were, if they had, uh, some with little like nautical stars. Totally. Back in the day, <laughs> yeah, totally. even like, yeah, these are my one hundred percent anchors. <laughs> or <laughs> or something. Yeah. yeah, earplugs, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, such is life. Um, so, this—if you're listening YouTube and you're trying to copyright me, this is copyright free. This is Stranger Think. <laughs> so, don't, don't even, even try, try to shut me down. Because it says royalty free, so.
3: Are there like bored people in their basements that do that?
2: Probably. Okay. Oh
4: yeah,
3: yeah. There's t- so much royalty free stuff, pictures, music. No, I mean like just they're Jeez. just
4: here to like try to kick yeah. us off YouTube. Why do you think oh. there's so many
2: dudes living yes. in their mom's basement? Yes. Playing video games, <laughs> they just go through YouTube stuff and when it's live and, oh, that's a copyright strike.
4: <laughs> like, what's the Karen version? Like the Karen name for a dude.
0: Ken.
3: I think they Chad. established it.
4: Yeah, there's got to be... What's the male version of a Karen? Well,
3: because I remember they came up with a, like, modern version. So, like, the millennial version of a Karen. Oh. But I for- I think maybe it was, like, Brittany. Brittany. Sorry any Britneys out there. It's absolutely Sorry Brittany. It Brittany. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> but I don't know what the man version is. Yeah, I don't
4: know. Kenneth? I f- Kenneth.
2: Kenneth, that's good. What's the frequency? Kenneth? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too young for that yeah i don't know it's a rem song my wife will get it she's actually gonna listen today because you guys are on thanks for i sure. was okay. gonna say hey cheryl yeah. she, that joke that she even is, told me she's that
3: actually, joke i made a second ago about the earplugs i was like as i was saying it i was like i really hope cheryl's listening because yeah. she will really get it
2: she will yeah so you're welcome <laughs> um nope oh, sorry i missed call so um i don't remember oh yeah so speaking of karen videos besides the calm down You seen that
4: one?
2: No. Have you you seen that?
3: No.
4: Oh, Oh. the the dude.
2: No, it's a chick, and she reaches into, they're like an Uber driver, and she like the Uber driver almost hits her or something, and she stop. It's like they're at a stoplight or something, and she like, it's. I'll send it to you. It's amazing, but there's bad language in it, so I can't play. But. Okay. She just keeps going, calm down, calm down. <laughs> like a cat or just something. Like Karen. Yeah, He uh, to laugh. But you my don't favorite cry. one is the one Jeff sent the other day. I think Jeff sent it. She's like, You killed me. Yeah. You didn't she, see that one? It was no. on the radio. It's thread. one of those,
3: like, hi, she's She's stealing she, somebody's mail. Yeah.
2: And the but dude's she's, like, What are
3: you doing? But she's trying to make it seem like he hurt her. Why? Because. Uh, narcissism i don't know (laughs) because they're having a a confrontation so she's she just suddenly starts acting like he hurt her she falls on the ground in the middle of the street way worse than he like doesn't do anything yeah
2: and she's rolling in the street and she literally goes you killed me (laughs) and it was like "Mm." I'm I was, not sure about. Don't questionable. That's questionable. I was like talking to
4: somebody this morning because <laughs> we both used to work at the same place ten years ago, uh-huh. and she was kind of like filling me in on like what's happened in the last ten years, and my jaw was like on the floor because like the standard way that the new generation works and like thinks and interacts is so different. Oh, yeah. Than even just 10 years ago. And she was explaining to me, like, how COVID, like, changed oh, yeah. so much about the workforce. She was telling me things that, like, I couldn't even, like, I couldn't wrap I my head around.
3: I don't think that I have gotten, which I'm not trying to be a Karen here, but uh, I don't think I've gotten customer service, like, good customer service. Oh, yeah. In a long Even from places where you it, kind of. You expect it. Right. Like, Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out or yeah. Costco Um, just places that used to kind of be known, but I think, yeah. And I don't necessarily know that it's all the employees fault, but they put big plastic sheets between the employee and the customer and masks. masks. Right. And so like, I don't know. I think it just, it's weird. Ruined it because there, well, there became no, if I tried to start a conversation with the Costco cashier, yeah, They're wearing a mask behind one point, like all the customers at Costco are wearing masks and then there's a plastic sheet and it's like, just scan my card and let's just get this over with. Yes. I want a box. I know you don't want (laughs) to give me a box Costco, but yes, I want one.
2: Anyway. It gets to the point where you're writing messages <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the plastic sheet yes. from your breath. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
3: well, help! Except for breath is... Box!
2: box. Yeah. Breath <laughs> is not allowed. Don't leave your breath. Well, anymore. I mean, that was... Yeah. When there was masks, that wasn't possible, but... Right. They took the masks away. Now you can. You're like... <sighs> anyways... Um, So all these things, we're talking about good self-government today and within the family structures, but uh, Karens typically have bad self-government. Yes. So we'll just Mm -hmm. say that.
3: And I think it used to get away with it more, but now because of cell phones and everyone having a recording device immediately at their fingertips, it's become less flattering than it ever was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, true. To be a Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you might ruin your whole life for being a Karen nowadays. It's true. Not that that should be your motivation for, like, getting canceled should be your motivation for being pleasant. But, <laughs> yeah.
4: You'd think it would help.
2: Yeah. One would think. So, we were discussing briefly. We didn't really plan this, but we thought maybe for funsies we would briefly discuss Stranger Things. I don't know. Should we give spoilers away or, or should we keep it vanilla?
3: How do you discuss it without
4: spoilers? I, I
2: think if you haven't watched it at this point you don't care.
3: It's sort right. of like too bad. Yeah. Someone in the chat did recommend that Terry be the Karen.
4: Terry. I do think
2: Terry is a very good But
4: millennials aren't named Terry.
2: But then I think of I'm going to we'll drag neither. you like <laughs> Terry's, Terry's.
4: The, from Key What? From You never and
2: seen the Terry's. The terrace.
0: So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
4: Missed it. Good. I got that one. That's a good
2: one. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, Sorry, we'll yeah, just say, so spoiler alert, yeah. if you haven't seen uh, uh, season four yet, um, shame mm. on you, but also, <laughs> spoiler alert, because we're going to spoil things, um, so if you haven't seen it, you might want to pause this before, if you plan on watching it, so, um, thoughts. It's awesome. It's really, they stepped things up quite a bit in this season it was like legit horror at times where i was like getting yeah like yeah definitely
3: not as much of a kid which is i think is no. totally fine yeah. as they get older they're not really kids as much anymore so. right well because they're yeah.
2: actually like in their 20s and they're supposed to be like 16 right still, i so. mean there is yeah. that of course
4: <laughs> they're not in their 20s some of them are. Some Well, not the main five. Well, yeah.
2: The yeah, main... some of them are. No. Yeah, I looked it I up. I do
4: know that Joe Carey is 30, which is crazy to no, me. No, I looked it up. The some of them are like, who is in this, their 20s?
2: I believe Mike and. um, oh, Who else? They're like, I think their ages are like 21, 2019, That's something like crazy. that. That's crazy. Somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah, I looked up to that. I was like, no. And I was like, oh. Well, man,
4: it's, it's not surprising. I mean, they told us. Like in each of the seasons they're riffing off of certain like eighties films. So it's not it's not weird that when they like told us before it came out, like some of the eighties films we're riffing this season are like Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah. Which, you know, if you watch Nightmare on Elm Street now, it's kind of hilarious. Like it's funny because it's so bad.
3: Like it's so
2: cheesy,
4: but I've actually never seen it. Okay, well, you're not not, missing... Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it, and I've
2: just never watched it,
3: so... Uh, One time when I was a kid, I had a dream... I had never seen Freddy Krueger, but I knew, like, what he looked like from pictures or whatever. Yeah. And I had a dream... That we were riding on a parade float together, and he was like really nice, <laughs> and so I just was never afraid. Was never afraid of him? <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was actually, like he's like I misunderstood. Mean, I don't know if he was like nice. Edward to, well, I don't know if he was nice to everyone. Or I if mean, he was nice just to you. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, I yeah, at yeah, yeah. least specifically don't need yeah. to be afraid.
2: I did like how Freddy Krueger was in this season for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, and was great yeah, for sure yeah, in this right. season. Um, so
4: I uh, listen. My thing has been for a long time. I think all through season three, they're telling you that where the story is going is messing with time right like all through season three there's all these easter eggs and then it isn't an easter egg so much anymore when you have like a clock as the symbol of the Uh. season
3: well and the whole i mean if you think about it the whole show is about time yeah it's about like being transported back yeah the nostalgia that used to be Yeah. yeah
4: And then uh, the season starts with Elle saying, "Like in a way, we're all time travelers." And yeah. Back to See, the Future was the movie that. of season three, and so
2: so observant. I didn't catch that.
4: <laughs> maybe nerdy. Um, that's okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Maybe that's where that this is gone. But yeah, I'm just I have so many questions, and I think they're going to be answered.
2: I know there's only two episodes left, but they're supposed to be yeah, long but they're like one of them's two and a half yeah. hours. Yeah.
4: Oh, the second volume is. Two episodes. Like, oh, okay. But I think it's like I didn't know one of them expect. is like 90 minutes and the other one is like two and a half
2: hours. Yeah, something like that.
4: Hmm. So there's a lot
3: of show left. I just think that it doesn't get much more 80s than like music. Which, by the
2: way, the, the soundtrack this season, though.
3: <laughs> the soundtrack is pretty bomb.
4: That,
2: that Journey <laughs> remix, though, is, yeah. is yeah. on point. Even and my
4: then, kids
3: like the music. Yeah. The 80s. Right. And I know that uh, the... Um, What's the song? Kate the Bush. Song? Yeah. Kate up the Bush has like become. Oh yeah, it's, a name again. Chick yeah, that is happy. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, she's rich. All of a well, sudden, well, she was a little alternative
4: for, her for the time. 80s.
3: Yeah. So now she, but she, you know, she's probably like, yeah, I had a, you know, I had a nice career. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Stranger Things yeah. comes out. It's well, like, they wow. said
4: uh, the Duffer Brothers said that like she had never allowed her stuff to be used and really. Film oh, okay. or TV before, and they approached her, and lo and behold, she was a Stranger Things fan. Okay, and That's then when the they truth. like told her the whole concept right. of the Max's song story and, and what it would be yeah. used for, she was like, "Okay."
3: But yeah, I'm just like the power of music is. A theme is a yeah. weapon. The power, the weapon yeah. against evil. I'm yeah. like that is the most 80s oh, premise totally. ever. Well,
4: <laughs> in the first volume, when Eddie goes, he he they gave you an Easter egg that Eddie's going to use his guitar. If you remember right. in the yeah. first episode, mm-hmm. he sees his guitar, yeah, and he like talks to it like a person. Yeah. I absolutely believe his guitar is going to end uh, up.
2: I don't, I don't remember that. in the Upside Down yeah. at some
4: point. Like he's going to have to save someone's life with his guitar. Is my yeah pitch mm-hmm. that's that's gonna happen
2: i mean that kate bush song like i was listening to it i actually like the song and i'm like this could totally be a current day song and like no it one could. would miss it oh, yeah. no yeah
4: absolutely i mean i'd never heard of her before you in my to- life she was like
2: you don't remember i was like no no
4: I <laughs> no. Sorry. i wasn't alive <laughs> then. you guys weren't alive. Uh, yeah i was
2: but yeah. i don't remember so yeah but i i do like the you know obviously can talk about story arc and you know, from a Christian worldview and stuff. I will say I was really starting to get annoyed. at the, Okay. So the whole like gay agenda, they throw it through in last season. And then it starts off with that. And I'm like, if they make this whole season gay, I'm going to be yeah. so upset. I... But I, I appreciate the fact that they just like, I don't like that. They threw it in there. Cause it doesn't fit. It doesn't even fit in the storyline, but at least they were like, We dropped it, now we're moving on, and it's not any part of the story. It's like every show now has to
4: have some sort of nod that there's someone gay in this universe. Like, we just have to say, this person is gay, and then they don't do anything more with it, but they had to, like, do that much.
3: We just have to say that there were people that were openly, (laughs) openly gay
4: during
2: the 80s. I was like, no, there Kids. wasn't, really. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
4: okay. Only Freddie Mercury.
2: That <laughs> was it. On.
4: <laughs> yeah, it it was dumb. I'm glad that. Well, I hope that they keep. Yeah, that was. I was nothing. a little.
3: I was uh, during the first episode. I was kind of ready to bounce. Honestly, I was like, if if by the end of the second episode, this isn't so yeah. Yeah. on the nose, heavy handed. Yeah, I'm probably good. Yeah, but um. But they didn't. This is where filtering services you, might come in handy. Right. Yeah. But if you only if you're listening and you only watch the first episode and you were like, this is so, just, like silly, with yeah. gayness. Yeah. True. Uh, it doesn't actually. It, they're heavy-handed in the first episode, but they don't actually yeah. show anything, or they just basically allude to the yeah. And then that that,
2: it moves on. Yeah.
3: That one. As long as is, the filtering
4: services keep offering, like filtering out sexuality, then we'll be good. And if the filtering services aren't allowed to filter out homosexuality, that would be interesting.
3: That would be very interesting if filtering services were suddenly not allowed to filter out certain things. huh. That, that's I'm, c- totally I'm curious if that's that going to happen happening. eventually. But I think there's enough of a market, though, for people that want to remove despicable... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: we'll you,
2: see. <laughs> did you guys cry when there was the... when Hopper and... And her reunited. I
4: didn't. Did I didn't. I loved it. Cheryl
2: did. My wife. But I did.
4: I'm didn't. just so
3: curious about what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean what's their story, Now what? Yeah. <laughs> they like I mean, yeah. They're Well
4: Enzo's now gonna what? be a part of the show, I think. I think Enzo's going with them. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think Enzo's gonna become a new character and I think that'll be interesting because he yeah. ha- he has a leg up on what the Russians are doing. Right, true. He might have like information right. that could be helpful. True. So I yeah. think, I think those four. And he's already a traitor, so he's already yeah. yeah. <laughs> he pretty much is going to go with them, or he's going to be murdered. So like, right. <laughs> he's going to
3: go with them. Is I think what's going to happen. So move, r- move from move away from Russia uh, to the United States. Do okay. it. <laughs> yeah,
4: no problem.
2: I'm really I'm <laughs> Super, really. I really i do not
3: know that they're going to get back. I don't know.
4: Yeah, they are. They Don't have to that. at some
2: point, but I'm really starting to enjoy Murray's <laughs> character. I love yeah, his character. At first, Murray. I was like, this guy's so annoying. Yeah. But, um, favorite character, Hopper. I mean, I has to, I am Hopper basically. So yeah,
4: Hopper's definitely up there. Oh man. Um, For me. Were you not
2: ready for this question? <sighs> She's not even sure.
4: Hopper's up there for me, although not so much in this season.
2: Um, he was kind of a, kind of a dork. Like he no, just, I like Hopper a lot. I mean, like, he kind of was, like, being, like, a kind of wussy, like, yeah. at first. Uh, Steve is my favorite character. I mean... I was going to get to Steve.
3: I think, I think Steve's my favorite. I've really been liking yeah. Lucas. Okay. I feel like they're developing his character a little bit more. Okay. Um, but also, uh, I think they're going to kill Steve.
2: <gasps> so... Well, that's what... Okay, so... I was I mean, going to bring up Steve really because...
3: that's really sad, <laughs> but I think they're...
2: I feel like Steve's Steve's on the redemption arc, right? Like he's the redeeming character. He's a complete jerk at the beginning. And now like, I think this, when we go to this next episode, I think he's going back in to rescue. He's going to sacrifice himself. Yeah. That's what I think too.
4: Y'all, I'm way too pregnant for letting (laughs) go of
3: Steve right now.
4: I think think
3: the only reason I think that is because that tends to be, that is a um, sort of a current cultural way to wrap up. I am all for sacrifice, like redemption and sacrifice. And then they live and they're all just like happy. They're happy please, together. Please, can that happen? Um, but I feel like it's more common nowadays for people to like go the whole way. Again. If they kill Steve, I will riot. Well,
4: so that's yeah. just all there is to it. <laughs> that's, I might join you. I'm gonna write them a strongly worded letter,
3: <laughs> dear <laughs> Duffer
4: just Rose, Brothers. Just don't
2: go into labor, okay? Y'all,
4: I'm like I'm like, y- y'all messed up. <laughs> I'm like in labor, leaving them a voicemail. We have women that leave us voicemails in labor. It's like a thing. Yeah, it's oh, on the Sheologians
3: line. <laughs>
2: Never had that happen. Well, maybe. Not even my wife. Maybe
3: you can change <laughs> your son's name to Steve. To Steve. In, 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 in memory, memory of Steve.
4: Steve. Grow his hair out all along and teach him how to play baseball.
3: <laughs> Middle <laughs> name? Harrington. <laughs> Steve That's Harrington. Amazing. Yeager. <laughs> I like this.
2: You
3: my husband totally, would write it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <you laughs> <should> totally <laughs> Yeah, Sounds about right.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, so, you know who, what character, who, uh, every time he opens his mouth, I just crack up laughing but ultimately has really bad self-government
4: yeah the guy with the long hair
2: oh no oh he does too yeah yeah no i was gonna say mike and nancy's dad
4: oh he's the worst but every time he he says something i laugh because it's like a total it's like he's a trope dad thing (laughs) yeah he's he's the trope of like the sitcom dad that totally is awful at life right like horrible at life did you
2: guys notice i i had to rewind and watch it again when the kids all left you know they snuck out when the cops were there mm-hmm. and then when his dad ran after them mm-hmm. did you catch how hilarious it was when he was running <laughs> no okay go back and watch okay. it okay i promise you'll <laughs> want to watch it. it it's hilarious <laughs> i was like oh my gosh i was like rewind and i was watching it with my wife and evie and we were like we rounded it and we were just crying laughing it, was, it just looked <laughs> hilarious He just like <laughs>
4: Great. Anyways, got, yeah, so he has
2: a really bad family governmental structure.
4: Yeah, he's not good, which is
2: the point of the show today. So, I think we'll it's a good transition, launch into there. Yeah, from Stranger Think.
4: <laughs> it was a little rough, but okay, we'll see. You keep know, I like, yeah, I do it. We're I
3: flying can. from Alaska to Russia right
2: now. Yeah,
3: I was gonna say, not as rough as when Steve dies.
2: <laughs> That's gonna be
4: Stop. Stop now. so rude. That's
2: gonna be a rough one for sure. Mm. Well we'll see. You know, we'll see. Steve. We'll is see. Not what going is it? Die. July first mean, is that. Jonathan's certainly
3: comes... not gonna sacrifice himself.
4: Jonathan, no. what Jonathan. happened to Jonathan? He was the wrong choice. It should have been uh, Steve all along. Jonathan. <laughs>
2: Jonathan. Okay. Jo- yeah, anyway. So um <laughs> take
4: Jonathan. <laughs> take Jonathan, not Steve. <laughs> um That's hilarious.
2: So we uh we wanna talk about seriously here on about Self-government, what does that look like? And it was funny because Joy and I were like just kind of scrambling a bit because I just could not find a topic for this week. And then I was like, hey, let's do a mashup. She's like, okay, great. And then I was like, she's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, self-government. She's like, perfect. I was like, all right, let's do it. So I've actually been preparing to teach through this book for Musty Thomas. If you don't have it, you should have it. Called Biblical Strategies to Abolish Abortion. So I'm going to be teaching on a chapter in here on the uh, God's spheres of government. Chapter 3, Governments of God. And so it's kind of fresh in my mind, but something we talk about a lot. Um, but uh, just so to, to leave uh, um, just a kind of general outline of, of the of the spheres of government of God, there's basically four spheres, self-government, family government, church government, and civil government. Some people add to others, vocational and educational, which are legitimate spheres of government, just not the four basic ones. Um, there's definitely jurisdictional uh authority in those in those spheres um but one thing i really like that i've just appreciated from rusty in this book is you know ultimately he's saying the because this is all about in abortion ultimately the, the the civil government it's their job to to end the murder of our preborn neighbors but he he makes a great point to say that it has to start and the individual has to start with self-government you know and so if we will talk more about that, and then kind of into the family governmental structure. But uh, yeah, so like, I mean, I, li- <laughs> I it's funny, funny not funny. I was working on my notes yesterday, and I had to have a talk with my children <laughs> because <laughs> my wife wasn't feeling good. She was laying down, and it was like they all of a sudden went. I was in my office. They know if I'm in there working and studying, they're supposed to knock and not just barge in. But they apparently didn't think they needed to do this. So they kept. <laughs> barging in and we're fighting and being lazy and all this and that and it was like so i have talk with them i was like you know we're trying to teach you good self-government so what that means is like when mommy has to lay down because she's not feeling good that doesn't mean that you are no longer under any governmental structure and you <laughs> right. can just act as you please yeah. <laughs> you still have to adhere to the self-governmental yeah. rules and laws that we have tried to raise you up in and uh so it was just funny it was like It was like, I'm preparing to teach on the guys like, well, here's a good example.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Your response, whether you're doing it well or poorly, you are governing yourself. Yeah. Sure. It's one of those things that's just in place. (laughs) Can't get away from it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, that's why the verses I read at the beginning, you know, ultimately that's the, the founding principles on good self-government is love God and love neighbor. Um, You know, so if you're acting selfishly, you're not doing either. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and so you know obviously you're probably just getting into that with georgia maybe you're past getting into that with her but yeah i mean we
3: started early probably yeah (laughs) well i don't know when people start but (laughs) my son just turned
2: one and he's he's already getting spanks i mean
3: basically we started when it she was sitting yeah so
4: when you can tell that she knew (laughs) right she was doing what she was told not to yeah which is exactly. like ten months, honestly. Yeah. For most kids.
2: Yeah, that's probably about right. Yeah. Well, and then
3: I think, you know, then there's the um right away. There's this, you know, you're teaching them like self control and then you have to teach them quickly. Be self controlled. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Govern yourself yeah. quickly. Like the
4: Obedience now all the way joyfully.
2: Right. Is yes. the yep. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like these are the phases we go through. Yeah. I had I had a situation with Jonah's probably about Mm, three weeks ago where he was trying to touch something he wasn't supposed to touch. It was my phone. He, you know, he, as soon as we put our phone down, he's like, like beeline to our <laughs> yeah, phones. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, don't do it. I'm watching you. Don't do it. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, don't do it. And he just kept looking at me and he was like having like a legit, like internal struggle. Yes. And he was just like, <laughs> and I was like, I'm watching you. Don't do it. And so finally he gave up and he just sat down and was just like, yeah! but he like, he did the right thing, yeah. but it destroyed it him in the him. process. It hurt him <laughs> yeah. to do it.
4: Yeah. So, I loved it. M- January, which she's six right now, when she's told something that she goes against what she wants to do, yeah. she gets this little like eye twitch, mm-hmm. like this oh, little that's like funny. she does it, but she's like, like she doesn't like hearing it, and her eye starts doing this. And uh, my husband says, "I do the same things." So. Oh.
2: Let's just, don't don't let her play poker
4: yeah no 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 no
2: she's got a very definite she and i self.
3: do not have <laughs> poker yeah, faces. yeah i don't think anyone from that no. genealogical line
4: if you're related to with, my dad with poker we faces, do not have poker faces there's no all in
2: <laughs> yeah i start laughing and anyway yeah. that's hilarious that is so funny
3: well actually janny said something uh that i think about all the time <laughs> what? she was like <laughs> i forget. i wish oh, i could quote I, her directly i think i know but she was like you know um when you don't want to eat your food which is a janny thing yeah <laughs> when you don't want to eat your food mm-hmm. you take a deep breath and you do it anyway <laughs> She was giving advice to Georgia. Yeah. And speaking of governing yeah. yourself,
2: take a deep right? breath.
4: Just
3: like you do it anyway.
4: That's
2: excellent advice. When I know.
3: obedience is required, and you just don't want to be obedient, you just take be a deep obedient. breath and you do it
4: anyway. That yeah. is
2: really good advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, Thank from
3: you. the mouth of
2: babes.
4: Yeah.
2: That little girl has a lot of wisdom. Well, hey, before we go any further. We're going to take a quick break. I'm actually going to play a commercial here for ReformCon, uh, ReformCon.org, coming up uh, four months away now, coming up very quickly. We did. If you watched last week's episode, uh, we basically just cut what we talked about last week, put links in there for everyone. So we're going to drop that real quick. Summer's pregnant and probably needs to go to the bathroom. True. So, um, Gabe, you got that ready, my dude. Uh, yes, I guess so, because I hear an echo. So go ahead and play that game, and we will be right back and get back into this conversation.
1: But ReformCon 2022 is going to be Reformation Day weekend here in Arizona. Uh, we have a great venue. It is going to be a blast. This is a Christian conference. I want to stress that. I already anticipate the complaints that are going to be coming after the conference in terms of, you know, uh, performances and things like that. This isn't a church service. No, it's a Christian it's conference. It's Reform Con. The title of the of the uh, of the conference is uh, by this standard. And uh, we're going to talk about how we use the word of God to transform the world and to um, increase and spread Christ's glory, his gospel, his supremacy, and his dominion into every area of life, whether that is the arts, whether that's economics, whether that's education, whatever it may be, Christ is Lord there. One thing Andrew Sandlin said that I think is sort of like the highlight of what I want to sort of express, you and I have talked about this Mm -hmm. a lot. At ReformCon, as we talk about by this standard, is that all of life is worship, and so we played a clip once of Andrew Andrew Saint-Lynn talking for us uh, about a minute long, talking about how one of the things the Reformation did is the Reformation took away the idea that that Roman Catholicism had started to exalt and promote, and then like the real spiritual stuff takes place in that building and that priest. Right. He's really spiritual, right. like that's the high spiritual work there. Everything else there, everything out there in the world. That's, you know, eh, whatever. Is God really concerned with that? No, all of life is worship. And so he said something I think probably shocked people there. He said, You should you should play professional basketball for the glory of God. Amen. That's worship. And uh, all of life is worship. Owning a business, running a business is worship. Um, you know, whether you're a, 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 you're owning a laundromat, do it for the glory of God, do it as worship. Um, and so we're going to do that. We're going to do it in so many different areas. We've got live performances. We've got after parties. We've got great teaching. Who's coming to teach? Uh,
2: you. Yes. Um, Dr. James White, Joe Boot, Toby Sumter, John Sampson, David Bonson, um, did i say andrew sandlin no okay andrew sandlin um, i think you
3: automatically add like 25 points too because we have a bonson yes there, right? that's also that's, true we yeah
2: have, we have a Bonson. that is yeah. also mm-hmm. very true yeah. and we just we can now officially announce that ben merkel is also teaching for us oh nice and he'll be doing education so
1: reformcon.org get your tickets because we got a great venue it's not like some people hold conferences that we know where it's like, you know, in a horse stable where yeah. you can't see anything and you can't even see the screens or see the speakers and, you know, they treat you like cattle. They treat you like cattle. Some <laughs> plus, conferences. Plus,
3: I've also heard you get extra reformed points if you go to a conference on Reformation. That's true. Right. It's extra. That actual It's weekend. bonus.
0: It's absolutely it's true.
2: It's
3: bonus. So for those of you keeping track of your points.
2: This was actually really cool. It, Hotel prices right now are like through the roof because mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah. And thank you, Sleepy Joe. Um, not ours. Not for ReformCon because we have uh, prices locked in before all the stuff started raising up. So we have, you can get your rooms there at the hotel. Um, we're, we have a ton of sponsorship opportunities, um, for, whether it be exhibitor booths, whether it be t-shirts, water bottles, all kinds of stuff. So you can go and get your... Um, if you want to, if you're interested in that, you can do that. Plus, like Jeff said, we have, um, we're going to have a number of podcast booths available as well. We have Podcast Row, it's going to be separate from the exhibitors' hall. Um, and the really cool thing that we haven't really talked a lot about is the after party, which you mentioned. So, the after the opening night, we're going to have a special uh, ticket for the after party. It's going to be just a chance to hang out with us. And it will include at least, we're still working on this, at least one drink token, possibly two um Part of that, part of the package. Uh, for so. apple juice, yeah. If yeah. you want if apple, you juice. want apple juice.
1: <laughs> Apple juice, amen. Mm. Happy juice, <laughs> apple juice, Apple um, juice. Yeah. So, so reformcon.org. Yep. That's where people get hooked up, get tickets, get them as soon as you can. All right, so that's it, guys. Reformcon.org. Make sure you get your tickets. We're looking forward to seeing you guys all out there. It's going to just be a great time. Again, Christian Conference, we're hoping to do like no other. We're hoping that you don't just have to sit there for, you know, two days and just get, you know, hour after hour after hour after deep, 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 deep hard-pounded truth. Uh, i've been to conferences like that where by the middle of the day you're just exhausted you haven't had a chance to digest any of it or to fellowship and enjoy really your time we want to make sure that this is an enjoyable experience where you're getting solid really great teaching stuff that will transform your lives and also at the same time get some christian entertainment and uh (laughs) enjoy one another's fellowship and so that's what's up all right welcome back
2: to apologia sheologia radio (laughs) um the dad jokes yep for days so um yeah come to reform con it's gonna be awesome just I, you just watch five-minute commercials so i'm not gonna say anything else if you're still with us um so back to our conversation um like when i was talking to my kids <clears throat> yesterday you know i said hey look we want to mommy and i want to teach you to have good self-government and it, you know and then mommy and i need to have good self-government You know, and so the next one, and then it's the family government. So if we don't have good self government, you guys can't have good self government. You know, and then the church. If there's not a lot of good family governments, then there's not going to be any good church governments. And if there's no good church governments, which is what we're seeing, then the civil government is just it's just tyranny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. That's the that's the end result.
3: Well, they're basically the idea is that the civil sphere just takes over the government. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, they're going to have to fill in the
4: vacuum. Right, so that's why right.
3: they're in charge of things like helping poor people all the way to, uh, you know, like... Uh, Education. Uh, yeah, right, like managing... uh Healthcare. ...general beliefs about morality and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're trying to take over... Well, yeah. we, they're We've trying to them. take over <laughs> slash we have willingly given them because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, what that indicates is people who don't want to self-govern, don't want to govern their families, and churches that don't. Uh, I would say churches more kind of abdicate their role to yeah the civil. Oh, spirit, totally.
2: But, Here, here's a quote. This, uh, Rusty starts off the cha- this chapter with this quote. It's from uh, Robert uh, Winthrop, who was Congressman House uh, or Speaker of the House, like in the 1840s. Uh, he said, "All societies of men must be governed in some way or other." Men in a word must necessarily be controlled either by a power within them or by a power without them, either by the word of God or by the strong arm of man, either by, either by the Bible or by the bayonet. And, and uh, yeah, I, I love that quote. And I mean, that's what we're seeing, right? Like our nation was founded on those principles. They mm-hmm. had overall had really great self-government. They mm-hmm. left England so they could have that liberty and freedom to do so. You know, and we've gotten to the point where the government's grown, the civil government's grown so much um, that they just uh, then and people have such bad self-government that it's, you know, literally as Bible or bayonet. Are you going to follow God's word and his standard on how to live or are you going to let the the state tell you how to live and and rule you um, by coercion and force?
4: Yeah, and you see that with your kids, too. I explain to my kids all the time, like being self-governing being responsible means that you're going to be free in a way that if you will not self-govern you're not going to be free so either you're going to self-govern and enjoy freedom or i'm going to have to come rule over you yeah uh and i will always win just fyi so like it's and and like you said bible or bayonet like it's either you are submitting to the word of god or someone else is going to make you submit. Yeah, <laughs> like those are really your only Spank two options. and spoon,
2: maybe it might come into play. Whatever but, it uh, is, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great point. And uh, there's another quote in there somewhere, but it's like basically like you you have God gave us ten ten rules to follow. Ten for basic self government. You can follow those. Yeah. Or the option, the other option is thousands of rules yeah. from for, from some subjective governing uh, body telling you how to live.
3: Yeah. Subjective
2: being, subjective yes. being, absolutely a key yeah. the key.
3: Yeah, key, the most
4: key phrase. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Well, and we've talked about it a lot. Like when you, I actually had someone say to me the other day, like, you know, the first waves of feminism like weren't so bad. It's like these feminists now that are really bad. And I like didn't have an hour to explain to her right. why I don't agree with that. But you know, ultimately, when you look back at what the early feminists were fighting for. They were fighting against the lack of self-government that men did have, mm. right? So when they were fighting for prohibitionism, what were they asking for? Like basically the men were not self-governing and they were, yeah. there were a lot of drunks and there was a lot of abuse happening because the men were not self-governing. Mm. The church wasn't governing over the men that were right. in the church. And so the women asked the state to step in mm-hmm. and do something that we don't support because ultimately why are we against prohibitionism? Well, cause that's not the civil government's job. Like yeah. right. telling you how much you right. can drink is not the job of the government. Do we agree that it's a problem if like an entire society of men by and large could be called drunkards? Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. But feminism was asking for the state to step in. And ever since women did get the right to vote, there's this really interesting t- statistic that, the under the since women have been granted the right to vote, the growth of the government has been exponential. Mm. And why is that? It's because women are asking the government to step in and do what the men are not doing.
2: Yeah. Isn't it? So when the women were fighting for the right to vote, too, wasn't it? It was like through household votes. Isn't that how it went? It was were, household votes at the time, which I know Doug like Wilson is owners. still a, still a fan. <laughs> that's still what he wants. Uh,
4: we argue for the yeah. household vote. I like
2: the idea, yeah.
4: All, all the time um which in our view would we would say like a single woman is the head of her household sure. so right. that wouldn't preclude I agree, yeah. that wouldn't preclude women from voting but we agree with the household vote. Yeah. As an idea, because it's true, many households are split. Yeah. You have the wife voting Democrat, or and then the man voting Republican in a lot of households. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of the things. It's not just prohibitionism, but you know, the government. The the early feminists were did want to abolish slavery which the government should have done. Mm. So you have this kind of weird movement where it's like they're asking the government to do things that the government ought not do, and they're also asking the government to do things the government should have done already. Um, So I think that's why it's hard for people to even think about the first wave feminists, Um, but you can't talk about them without understanding what we're talking about, which is who is responsible for what.
3: Mm. Well, and at that time, at the time of the first wave feminists, it would have been um, totally acceptable for there to be spheres sure of government yeah um and
2: the family <laughs> government was a was a recognized right. governmental structure right as well as self-government yeah yeah
3: you were actually required to govern yourself mm-hmm. um largely yeah. according to scripture right. whether or not you would have said it was scripture i mean yeah <laughs> and most people would have would have said they were christians yeah
4: Everyone said they were Christian. Right. Yes. A lot of the first wave feminists were Quakers, which interestingly really? enough, Quakers right. already had female pastors at that time too. Interesting. So that's an interesting little
3: But yeah, but it's interesting, uh and something I did want to talk about is that uh when you see the so there's a breakdown of the spheres, and obviously certain spheres are in charge of legal matters and some are not. Hmm. So not only is there a problem when you abdicate all authority to one sphere, there's also a problem, and this is how you get a lot of laws that are not necessary, is by jumbling up the spheres, and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden self-governing something that uh, you should be able to accomplish Mm -hmm. on your own, Mm -hmm. hence the name (laughs) self-governing, suddenly becomes against the law, or um, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you have this the civil government attempting to or the state I guess mm. in a lot of these instances attempting to enforce enforce laws that would not actually have ever been laws. Mm. Um, but like I guess, wearing
2: a mask, for example.
3: Yeah. Um, there, I guess. I guess what I want to have a conversation about is how there is a difference between um, governing yourself. Poorly in a way that requires legal action mm. and governing yourself poorly in a way that does not mm. like the, go- the, sure. the legal entity is going to come in and try to legislate morality and ethics and try to, in a way they are like, they, they don't, they deal with laws, mm-hmm. yeah. but not everything regarding self-government requires a law, like being kind to people, for example, or not discriminating or being partial against people. Mm -hmm. Those, like, technically, Mm -hmm. in the Bible, Mm -hmm. partiality is a sin. Sure. But as far as I know, there is no law against partiality. Yeah, And so there is, at the heart of it, there is a, um, a obviously, lacking in belief in the scripture Mm -hmm. to be... uh, you know a full resource for and the ultimate authority for how we create our laws Mm -hmm. um but it's just all kinds of all messed up whichever way you Mm kind of cut it um and i don't even (laughs) it's gonna take reform (laughs) lots of reform it starts yeah it starts in the self starts
2: in the individual self-government with the gospel right right. Mm yeah exactly well we've we've talked a little bit about this when it comes to abortion but kind of like on the flip side of what you were just saying because christians have had a hard time realizing that there's a distinction between like we were just saying uh, a sin and a crime right yes right and yeah. so like we've had people were that are very upset that like women who have an abortion should be penalized you know well it's like well they what if they you know what if they repented mm-hmm. why should we still punish them and it's like well it's still a crime yeah, there's right. still a difference between a yeah. you know they repented, they're good with God now. Like they yeah. they've been reconciled with Christ, but they still committed murder, and they there's still yeah. a, a criminal penalty for that. But sometimes Christians like conflate the two, and they can't see a distinction.
4: Yeah, well, and I, the Apostle Paul said that if he was found guilty under Roman law of right. a capital punishment, right. that he would accept the capital punishment. Like if that was if he was lawfully found guilty, like give him the just punishment of his crime. Um, and I, like you said, I think a lot of people too think that for whatever reason, we want to like go back and find every woman that's ever committed an abortion and then prosecute. And that's not what we're saying, but you have to think about what you're saying when you say, I don't think a woman who has hired someone to kill her child is guilty of a crime. Mm. Like if that is your position, you need to evaluate where Mm. you got that from. Right. Yeah. It wasn't the Bible. Right. Like that's not where you got that from. Right. So where did you get that from and why is that your standard?
2: And that's actually a big discussion at the SBC this week. You know, again, we're not going to get into that, but that's, that's been a very big, big conversation, you know, mm-hmm. within, within American Christianity um mm-hmm. the last well it's uh, we've talked about the last well, couple of yeah. that's
4: to her that's to our shame that's yeah. to yeah. the church's shame oh totally Absolutely. yeah bad but church government yeah that that's even a, a conversation is i that 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 is even a conversation is a judgment on american christianity
2: oh it's 100% yeah so you know going back to something joy was saying like ultimately we talk about this a lot but you know the civil government their role in the eyes of god right is to Protect the innocent and punish the evildoer. They are God's avenger. Mm. It's literally God's deacon. And that's it. That's the responsibility they have before God. And so anything outside of that jurisdiction, they are overstepping their God-given mm. um, uh, rights um, to rule. And so, you know, ultimately, um, there can only be one supreme being, and that's God, obviously. But what we're seeing... Is the our our civil government, our federal government is becoming they're trying to make themselves God. They're trying to be the ultimate authority where they are they determine what's right and wrong. They determine morality, um, and and they punish at will. And uh we have a fight on our hands. Mm.
3: Yeah, it's rather insidious because well we're talking about like you guys were talking and you kept mentioning like governing and freedom. Mm -hmm. which i think some people would see some sort of contradiction there like if you're governed you can't be free but the point of biblical self-government is freedom yeah um and that so you even you're even looking at a bad definition of some really really like key terms in terms of even understanding yeah uh what we're talking about here we like that's how far it goes we've allowed um, even the language and the idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't even have a biblical idea of what governance and what freedom looks like. But what's insidious is that the the our current culture and the current go- government, um, they are promising freedom. Yeah, mm. it's all done in the name mm-hmm. of freedom, mm-hmm. and that is such that that's such a lie of the, all the. Uh, CRT critical race theory, intersectionality stuff, Mm -hmm. um, is that you, you've, they're making themselves look like the hero of the story, Mm -hmm. but they're, um, not only, uh, failing to govern well Mm -hmm. and in their sphere, um, they're not, the outcome is not freedom at all. It's total slavery to, sin and um it just propagates the idea that whatever works for you that there is no truth whatever works for you mm-hmm. we obviously talked about this when we talked about uh matt walsh's documentary um and and we we just we really do believe that we should like in a weird way they're they're selling self-government like you are free yeah to do whatever you want yeah well, it's but abortion. that's not that's not so that's not governing yourself. Yeah. Doing whatever you want yeah. is rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we've yeah. repackaged it into like, oh, no, really governed free people are the ones that do whatever they want. Yeah. And we're here as the United States government to give you the ability to do whatever you want.
4: Well, ultimately, you're either going to be under man's law or God's law, yep. which right. is why you're going to have autonomy or you're going to have theonomy. That's there's that's there's the only two things you're going to be mm-hmm. governed by ultimately. And so I think the choice isn't so much like it's not whether you will be governed it's by what are you going to be yeah, governed right. there's standard, there's yeah. only two options.
2: And I would even argue I mean I agree with you completely I would even argue that the you know obviously I think if if it was complete autonomy we just have Complete moral anarchy. Mm-hmm. But it's still a form of theonomy. It's just which God are we yeah. listening to? Right. We definitely
4: live in like the last dregs of a Christian culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the final <laughs> gross swig at the bottom we're enjoying. Like that, you know, the nasty, like, oh, it's still it it only was there because of Christianity, but it's like gross now mm-hmm. and it's morphing right. into something else. But yeah, the
3: illusion is still working. Yeah. Uh, but we're
4: casting it off so quickly yes, that yeah. it, it... We're getting
3: to a point where it's going to stop looking... It's going to become very apparent that doing whatever you want is not freedom and it's yeah. not good governing.
4: Well, and I would even argue that those that are, like you said, the Marxists and the CRT people, um, they they say one thing. It's My daughter made this observation. She was like, you know, I hear all the time, like, believe whatever you want to believe and, you know, go out there and see what's out there and just, it's up to you. You figure out. And she's like, but when they're saying that, what they're really saying is like, believe everything but Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're even in their fake, like whatever you want, whatever like makes you feel warm inside, even a small child hears it and knows just don't believe in Jesus. Right. Because there is no neutrality. Like right. there's no neutrality. This is a war between – two gods yep. essentially the exactly. god of this world yeah. and the true god oh, yeah. Yeah. and you can't escape it it doesn't matter if you say oh whatever you want to believe or whatever makes you happy whatever works for you that's not what you mean because if someone was like well what works for me and what i believe is jesus that would be a problem yeah. for the
3: person saying that totally. i believe that truth is objective and not subjective right <laughs> well that
4: doesn't How work for you? me
3: <laughs> <laughs> well I, it's making me think again of the matt walsh documentary pro-birther. where he like where the guy he's interviewing is like, "Are you invoking truth?" truth? Yeah. And I was just like, "What a word, yeah. invoking so truth."
2: <laughs> was that the wolf guy? No, was somebody else. That was the. Was
3: that like he, was professor. Professor. he was a professor. A professor. Oh mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, that guy. Yeah, From Vanderbilt. I think I remember. Correctly. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing here in the comments, people are bringing up even exile and a really good conversation actually on Adam and Eve and the eating of the fruit. And so I'm going to jump in here for a second on this because this is a very good conversation. They've actually taught on this quite a bit recently. So, um, this is really important because a lot, a lot of people, everyone always, you know, of course blames Eve and she's responsible for her sin of eating the fruit. Um, but this is, this is what I always like to point out is like, let's back up a little bit because before that ever happened, when God said, do not eat of this tree, Eve wasn't even around. That was straight Mm -hmm. to Adam. He hadn't even created Eve yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so when we get to that point, you know, and, and Eve, obviously, then it's a fight for autonomy, you know, because she's she's trying to make up her own moral standard. Um, well, God said that we'll die. You know, it's like, well, no, that's not what he said. So here's here's my point I always make is, one, Adam was sitting right next to her, obviously, because she turned around and gave it to him. So talk about bad self-government. Um, Adam failed to have self-government, and then he failed to have good family government because Either he didn't uh, relay the information correctly to Eve. He could have been the one that told her. I mean, obviously, the serpent was there and everything, but, um, you know, he could have been part of that, like, at least letting her believe that that was a lie. Yeah. We don't, yeah. You know, we don't know. So yeah. either he either he didn't um, govern her properly as, as head of his home or he allowed her to believe a lie or whatever. Like, he, that's why it's Adam – adam's the one that you know Mm -hmm. everyone's line of sin goes back to him not to her yeah um but everybody always misses that it's like no adam was sitting right there um that was actually you know he probably actually sinned first yeah you know and and failure to have gone to war
4: right then yeah he should have gone to war and killed the dragon and got the girl and he didn't
2: yeah exactly so hopefully you guys listening here in the chat that answers some some questions and he
3: he really, I know. There's a conversation happening about whether or not he blamed Eve, but um, he did. He did blame Eve, but mostly he blamed God for Bingo. giving exactly him right. Eve. So it's really not even about <laughs> who Adam. Uh, if if Adam blamed Eve, it's more about yeah. who he did absolutely yeah. blame. Totally, it's this yeah. woman
4: you gave me. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. You
3: obviously, <laughs> you obviously made a faulty woman out of my.
2: Yeah, flesh surely, yeah your fault
3: you picked the worst rib yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would have had you go a little higher up but
2: so there's there's your original uh victimhood mentality right there
3: oh it was a man
4: yeah, it was a man Ooh. he said no
2: it was it was you it's your fault you gave me this woman yeah uh which you know to this day i still have to deal with that marriage comes i know it's hard to believe <laughs> no we're married we still i have to tell (laughs) dude like yeah uh stop blaming god for your sin um
4: hot tip hot tip definitely (laughs) if you take
3: one thing away from this one thing you can forget all the stranger things stuff and (laughs) i've I've literally
2: had someone say like it's all these kids that god gave me oh it's like (laughs) let's not say that Let's, that, let's not say that. The um, world
4: definitely says that. Mom, yeah. oh, totally. Mommy culture yes. says that a lot. Yes. It's really, really awful and gross.
3: Which is why I think it's so important. I do think, uh, obviously, there's a reason why these spheres work together. But I think there's such a huge, um, just the fact that you're talking about counseling families within the church. Obviously, a huge points for church proper church government um because they just like every every time you see a sphere of government right in the next sphere is someone of authority looking over that yeah, sphere exactly. um and so it's this like it really is this system of checks and balances yeah. where yeah the proper authority is overseeing the mm-hmm. sphere right behind it or mm-hmm. however you want to imagine that mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's I mean, self-government is I honestly do I think there are times just because of sort of the weariness of life some and circumstances and mm-hmm. sometimes it's circumstances regarding our own sin or sometimes you're the victim. Um but uh church government is is absolutely necessary for yeah. se- for family and self-government. Yeah. Um it's there are times when it's not possible. Without without that. Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. And uh, this is this is one reason why you see in the Bible such clear and strict qualifications of an elder. Like ultimately, if an elder isn't self-governing and if an elder can't govern his home then he can't be governing in the church. Like this tells you something Mm -hmm. like step number one really is self-governance. You don't get to grow and become a godly parent, a godly mom or dad. If you haven't first practiced self-government and then you don't get to grow into leadership in the political sphere or in the church sphere. If you haven't practiced the preceding (laughs) disciplines, like that's how it works. That's why you start with your 10 month old. Yeah, like, yes. that's why yeah. it's so important that the 2-year-old and the 5-year-old and the 6-year-old and the 15-year-old can practice self-government because they're going to grow and they're either going to be godly leadership or they're going to be tyrannical leadership if they even get a leadership position at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Speaking of bad self-government, we've literally never had this happen before. I know. Yeah. There's like a What? There's like Some somebody kind of keeps bot that bombarding is our chat with like oh, sex nastiness. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, never had yeah. that happen before. This is yeah. First. This is it absolutely is. the first time yeah, I've ever seen for anything for like chat. that.
4: So you guys did mention that the there are boring people living in their basements that do stuff like this. Right. So apparently, yes,
3: <laughs> yes that is true. That's, that's, that's very, very true.
2: <laughs> well, I would like. We're getting close to the end here. This has been a really fun discussion. Um, I want to end with a quote from my dude Toby Sumter. He uh he once said something along the lines of if. Uh, god is not our father then the state will be our mother
4: yeah that's true and i
2: love that and it's a perfect quote for this conversation so when we forego god's standards of living um Mm -hmm. for something else then we need a nanny we need someone um to -hmm. to, someone else to tell us how to live and and that's what we're specifically
3: not someone of authority yeah. So even in self the reason why self government and doing what you want are completely different things is because one of them involves a proper authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're self-governed, you are your ultimate standard is an authority above you. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if you do whatever you want, you're just a little child in rebellion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and so it yeah, it absolutely makes sense that we would pick the role between the f- the headship of the father and the subordinates of the mother it absolutely makes sense that yeah. we would pick the the player that doesn't have
2: yeah the authority that's, yeah, that's a great point mm-hmm.
3: to like actually mm-hmm. govern in that way
4: yeah
2: amen good point thank you this was fun
4: <laughs> thanks for inviting me
2: yeah Thanks. this for... was flu
4: we had fun it's been a while flu? It flew. Yeah, flew it by. went quickly. I you said this
2: was flu. And I was like, what is that? Is <laughs> no, that a term the young kids yeah, are I using?
4: I, I had to Google like no like cap the other day. Oh, no old cap. Lady now. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't even know what that
4: is. So like cap. No cap means Carmen like. Carmen knows. It's it like. Not, no lie. Is right. It right. Yeah, am I right? Like, no lie. No lie. No yeah.
3: cap. No cap. So, like if people will
4: mm-hmm. say like cap or no cap. No kid. Like I'm not joking.
3: I am. Huh.
4: I'm still not. i never heard that. Yeah, well.
3: I'm learning something. No Yeah. Thank you for that. You're
2: welcome. Thank you for educating me. <laughs> Speaking of being educated, you can go to Apologia Studios and sign up for all access. It's uh dollars $9. a month, I think. It's less than $10. We'll say that. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. There's all kinds of great things there. You can also get a free account to Bonson U, which is going to blow your mind if you want to be educated. Uh, that guy can teach you all about proper self-governing uh, in the spheres of government. Absolutely. Uh, so go check that out. And, as always, thank you everyone for your support for for this uh, studio um, and for End Abortion Now. A lot of stuff Jeff is doing this week in Anaheim is for End Abortion Now. Um, it's going to be some really really great content coming out of there. I know for a fact, and it's not going to look good for some people in the SBC. Um, nice. If baby. you saw my face, uh, I did that one emoji. <laughs> I like. I don't that know one. what the I don't know what the name of that emoji is, but I,
3: I don't just, either. E I think it's just like E, e cringe e- cringe are e- my favorite ones, oh. honestly.
2: Yeah. Um Ooh. but good stuff coming out of there and um man I'm God's doing a lot on that on that front to end abortion and I know it seems like kind of hopeless at times, um, but we made some we've made some great progress this year. And a lot of things are gonna potentially change here depending on the Dobbs ruling, which we're patiently waiting for which they keep saying is going to come any day now. So we'll be watching for that. But thank you for your support and abortion now. Um, and everything else we do, can't do without you. So, Summer?
4: Yeah, um, you can join our book club. Joy and I talk about self-governance all the time. Yep. That's at patreon.com slash sheologians. And all of our stuff is at sheologians.com. So
2: it's a great name, by the way.
4: It, yeah, he's tapping himself on the back. because Luke,
2: Luke made it up.
4: Luke came up with that he name. He also
3: does, which I feel like we always have to share that he's the screamer behind the Sheologian.
4: Yes, he does the Sheologian scream. And I did it one time.
2: I'm not ever doing it again. I've been asked to do it. I'm like, nope, I did it once.
4: <laughs> You've been asked to do it? Yeah. I'm kind of flattered. All right. Yeah. I just found out the other day people listen to our intro music. I always skip it. When I'm like listening to our audio to make sure it's good, and I'm like, marp, 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 right through it, <laughs> but no, not because your scream isn't worth it or no, anything. I, I get but, it. Uh, Completely get it. Lots of uh, we get voicemails, women saying like when they start playing it that their like kids
3: will be like, oh, that's awesome. It's so, definitely you're definitely the kids' favorite part.
4: Yeah,
2: of she sure. Legends. Yeah, good job. <laughs> it's just like the Stranger Things intro. I skip through it but yeah. when that little thing yeah. comes up. Skip intro, yeah. <laughs> always every right. time. Yeah. So.
4: Unless you need a snack.
2: Right. <laughs> Which That's I always do. <laughs> I always
4: need one these well, days. It's, so
2: It's funny. I always tell pregnant women, like, everything you're complaining about right now is my life 24 7. So I don't know what the problem is. It sounds
4: really uncomfortable. I don't have
2: a stranger thing growing in my yeah. upside down, though. Do you just have saying. someone,
4: like, kicking you? Because he's been kicking me this no. whole time.
2: No, I don't have that. Okay. That I can't. That I cannot sympathize very
4: uncomfortable (laughs) and sweaty
2: yeah that i can sympathize with (laughs) for sure and needing a snack and needing a snack (laughs) joy thank you as always thank you very much this was fun we'll do it again sometime peace out
4: Bye.